0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Retro Encounter. As almost always, I'm Josh Curry. With me is Peter Griesenberg. Hi there. Mike Solosi. Hello, everybody. And Marcos Gaspar. Hey, everyone. So we are here for the exciting part two of The Essential Ten, where we're going to take... We came up with part one, which you should listen to before you listen to this, most likely. Um, we took... 46, 47 games down to 20, now we're into the final 20 and we're going to edge these down to a final list of 10, and
1: maybe i ranking rank you
0: will We'll see how that
1: getting them down to 10 goes first before we decide to rank them or not. The important <laughs> thing is
0: though, we're going to get down to 10 games, um, I guess a good caveat before everybody gets really upset, these are 10 games that collectively of the four of us agree that we both really enjoy and also think are very important for people to play um obviously you'll have your own 19
1: of the 19 of the
0: 20 maybe but all right eh, keep going 18 of the 20 um 17 of the
2: 20. <laughs> i didn't know you guys hated mass effect 2 that much Jeez.
0: it's probably like the second best game on the list
2: um oh.
0: all right so yeah but so now uh, that we're
2: already off to a great start
0: yeah so we're going to whittle these down um can we get mike can you do your auctioneer voice and rattle right <laughs> 20 again all right, quick rundown of the 20 remaining games in alphabetical
1: order. Tot Hat Infection, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, Bastion, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, Diablo 3, Final Fantasy Tactics, War Alliance, the Lions, Final Fantasy Six, Grandia, Kingdom Hearts, Mass Effect 2, II, Persona 3 Fest, Persona 4 Golden, Skies of Arcadia, Spelunky, Steambot Chronicles, Wild Arms 3, Xenoblade Chronicles, Zelda Twilight Princess. Did I say Xenoblade Chronicles twice? No, no. No, you didn't. Okay. No, okay, SteamBot Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles are right next to each other. Okay, so...
2: <laughs> that that would be confusing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many Chronicles. All right. Very different yeah, so games. So many Chronicles. Okay. Can we, can we replace uh, Kingdom Hearts with, like, Dark Chronicle?
0: Can or... we replace Zelda yep. with an actually good Zelda game? I'm I, fine with a Zelda I... game, being on the list. can we put a good one up?
2: But Fire Princess is the best, yeah. the best just... Zelda game. What are you talking about, man? <laughs>
0: Alright, so last time around the format was we went around and we locked a game and then we went around and deleted a game for each person we kept alternating until we got to this list we don't think it's really smart to do that i no locking is too powerful at this point and we could slip in some games that probably collectively wouldn't be able to agree on um so it's going to be much closer to we need three votes yes three votes no to either add or delete a game to the top 10. and that will still be a little fluid towards that end probably as we kind of flesh out that final 10. Um but to start on a positive note, I think we're going to kind of just go through some of the games. I think that all of us can probably agree belong on the top ten. I think they're just all right. Same. So I, I think right. we can all agree that one of the easy locks is Chrono Trigger.
2: Yeah, one hundred. I, I think one hundred percent Chrono I'm Trigger. I'm voting
0: yes.
1: Now. Okay, so all now of I'm us. With that. All of us agree. No, for no, no, Chrono, not Chrono Cross. That's that's. that's
3: <laughs> <cool>. I, know, <laughs> I, I know, who did that. that?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, be, I believe I, I believe Chrono Cross is a good game too, <laughs> but. We should jump to the to the the, the one that everyone loves yeah, first. Yeah,
0: I, I think that's a really easy one. That's universally considered one of the best okay, RPGs of so, all time.
1: Yeah, okay, and I I love Chrono Trigger. It's probably my favorite game of all time. I definitely vote yes. So are all of us in agreement that Chrono Trigger is moving on to the Final Ten? Yeah,
0: that's a yes,
2: masterpiece. That's
0: super
1: cool. easy. Cool. Sweet. Um, I, guess, I guess start.
2: Especially now that I've beaten Setsuna, I just appreciate how good Chrono Trigger on its own actually is all the more.
0: <laughs> sure, all right. So the next two, I think we can all agree that Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics, and Final Fantasy VI belong on the list. But we need to have a discussion on whether or not we think it's fair to have two Final Fantasy games in the top ten.
3: Hmm.
2: Which- I, I said this. I said this before we started recording. Um, I think that we should keep it to one per franchise. That's not a knock against either game. Uh, tactics is great. Six is great. Personally, if it came down between the two, I would vote six. But um, I, I will I will leave that to to you guys.
0: So here's my general thought about it. Um, I understand what you're saying, and I'm willing to have possibly that conversation about three or th- Persona three and four because there are similarities to it. Um, yeah. My issue with Tactics and six is there's such different games. This isn't a conversation of six and nine or six and ten or six and four. Tactics is such a vastly different game.
1: Yeah, it, Final Fantasy VI is a traditional Final Fantasy game, the best one in my opinion. But I mean, it was on my original list, so whatever. But Final Fantasy Tactics is a completely different kind of game. Right. It's made from a, it's made with a different team than FF six. It's the uh, it's the former Quest guys that went on to work on uh, Vagrant Story in Twelve, and not the traditional Final Fantasy team that worked on the series through nine, right. so or through ten even. So it's uh, like. FF6 F- and FF F- Tactics are different styles of game, different teams, d- different almost anything. While Persona 3, like Josh mentioned, Persona 3 and 4 have a lot of similarities. So I I, I don't agree with the one franchise per rule idea, but I uh, I, I don't mind saving FF6 and FF F- Tactics for a later discussion. That's fine if you guys don't want to all vote on them yet. But I, I think I, I don't like the idea of a one per franchise rule. I We might... We might subconsciously enforce our own one per franchise rules. Right. If we, uh, like, if, 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 say, some of us want Persona 3 and not 4, and some of us want 4 and not 3, but we, I don't think we should make that official.
0: Right, so before we move on to Persona, are we sure. agreeing to vote on Six and Tactics right now? I, I think everybody's kind of in agreement that both of them are really good games.
2: I think Six, 100%.
0: Okay. Uh- I, I would like both to be on the top 10,
1: but I am willing to discuss them for, further if that's what the group wants.
0: Yeah, since our last podcast, because I, I really admit I've never played 6. Um, right. Oh, right. And so after the last podcast, I really delved into how the different characters, the general storyline. Um,
2: Just doing research.
0: Some of the turns that happen, how you're able to develop your characters, the whole mythos with yeah. how there is magic involved with the Aspers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I, I found it really, really fascinating.
2: Six is yeah. a really fully featured RPG. It's it's real. It really is like an ex- exemplary game from its era. The yeah.
1: first, the first online community I ever joined was a Final Fantasy VI website that I ended up writing for. It's um, it 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 is such a good realization of what Final Fantasy is, and takes elements of older Final Fantasy games, like you know, like classes and summons, <laughs> and incorporates them and and sort of homogenizes them in a way that there's a it's the first final fantasy game that has a ton of shared skills and a ton of unique skills and which sort of paves the way for the future of the series plus there's 12 main characters and two secret characters with all 14 being really interesting fun joints
2: i i and that's that's I, really rare like for rpgs yeah. with large casts like that like mm-hmm. yeah no I think I remember reading somewhere I don't remember if there's any tr- I don't know if there's any truth to this but apparently after they finished development on six like Sakaguchi there was like a party with the, de- the devs and Sakaguchi was like tearfully said to the, the group that they had just made the best game of all time and strong uh, strong feelings from the developers I think it reflects well in the game itself. Yeah, I don't know
1: how true that story is, but it's It's my <laughs> I, favorite Final Fantasy game, and I absolutely
0: adore almost everything about it. So, Marcos, thumbs up from you, too. It seems like we have three yeses.
4: For Final Fantasy VI, absolutely. Okay. Great game, great
2: music, love oh, the story. Oh, yeah,
0: the soundtrack is killer, too. It really is.
2: Absolutely. Dancing mad, baby. Awesome. I'm
1: more Mad. of an aria de mezzo carattere guy myself, but that's, that's a great. good
2: one. I, I just I love the Black Mages cover of Dancing Mad. It's like one of my most played songs <laughs> in my iTunes library.
1: <laughs> I saw Uimatsu and his band play that at Magfest two years ago.
2: Uh, it, was, it was pretty jealous. dope. Jealous, yeah, so jealous, cool.
0: Okay, so we were able to agree on six. Let's roll into taxes. Let's pull the band aid off and do it right away. I I am tactics is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, probably I don't usually, and this is where like back to Peter's original play, I don't even count it as a Final Fantasy game. I don't even it doesn't really go in my mind that way. But if I were to be honest and include it with the other games, it's probably my final, my favorite Final Fantasy game of all time. It's um, it's
1: my second favorite after six.
0: It, it it is truly amazing, and we talked about this on the podcast. I I go insane when I play that game. The hours <laughs> that I just like slip away and yeah you were to
2: do. you were on fire <laughs>
0: um and it's just one of those things like i i'll feel like i'm behind and all of a sudden i'll look and be like oh i'm probably over leveled have this crazy thing i did this no i haven't mm-hmm. progressed and all of a sudden the game's over and then i freak out and start over again um it, it i have lost hundreds of hours to that game i feel like at this point in my life it's...
2: Um, See, see, from and from for me, um, as I mean, you guys know, uh, the first time I played Tactics was for that retro podcast, and I do really like the game. I just don't think I have the same sort of attachment to it that uh, you all might. Um, I I liked it, I enjoyed it. I did. Th- I had some minor issues with the early game, like getting just getting used to it. I feel like if I played it, I feel like if I played it again, I'd probably be a lot warmer to it because I'm used to it.
3: It was much but... easier the second time I played it
2: yeah, so like I feel like one of these days I'm gonna revisit it, and then it'll be like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, but it's, right it's,
1: it's a little unusual yeah. how maybe the hardest part of Final Fantasy tactics um outside of weirdo end game challenges is the first chapter.
2: yeah, because you,
1: because you you don't really have all of your skills and your characters in line, and maybe you're not totally sure what you're doing if it's your first time playing. So it's, I mean, I mean, usually you think of a, a perfect difficulty curve of a game being slightly more challenging uh, as it continues. But for Final Fantasy Tactics, it's almost the opposite. And it's it's right. the first... Um, I, I love strategy RPGs. I have put hundreds of hours into Disgaea and Fire Emblem and, oh shoot, even like jean d'Arc for the PSP. I, I really like strategy mm-hmm. RPGs. And Final Fantasy Tactics was my first one, and is sort of, I, in, at least in my mind, the gold standard for that whole subgenre. I I love it. I would like for it to be in the final top ten, but I am I, I'm more attached to FF six. I think to FF Tactics is a great story and characters as well, but it's I'm, like like my vote is yes, but I'm not as as zealously holding on to that yes as I would for other games.
2: I guess it's down to you. It's down to you then, Marcos.
1: Wait, so, Peter, are you officially a no or, or a pass? No,
2: I'm. 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 All wait. Um, i wait. I will. I will go with whatever you guys do.
0: Stupid wait sure. vote. I hate you so much, Mike. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even make that an option?
2: Because, because here's the thing: you have two yeses, and if Mark, so Marcos's vote decides it. Like,
1: Marcos, what's your decision? Uh,
2: for Final
4: Fantasy Tactics, uh, War of the Lions. See, uh, anyway, I've I was already experienced with tactics games uh, prior to this, and when I played this for the first time. It's true that this left a strong impression on me. Um, I was really impressed on just uh, the game overall. However, uh, this game was a little rough on me when I first started it. I, re- I don't remember a lot of fond memories of uh, you know, you know, taking the, doing like one of the first missions and just getting my whole party wiped. And then I just understood, oh, I can just grind until I'm the like, perfect soldier, and then g- just rush through the whole game.
1: Yeah, it's it's usually for me. It's usually door to trade city. The third stage is the, yes, is the yes, first one. Yes, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm.
4: yeah. I remember getting wasted there, and I was like, "This this is not what I was expecting." <laughs> and then when I finally um, did that, and then got to the um, what was it? The second um, what was it? The second fight with the um, the zodiac stones. I forget who it is. Every, um, everyone knows it because everyone gets it. Wyagraf. Yeah, the it's, it's a guy
0: that freaking wait. Yeah, yeah,
4: Fight, yeah, so, the fight
0: was <laughs> so easy the second you. time through. If
1: you I, if you abuse if you
0: abuse yell or scream,
1: it's easy. But if you don't know what you're doing and you uh, and the reinforcements come as a surprise,
0: it's very very rough. Yeah, the first time through, yeah. it was killer, it was awful
3: Absol-
4: for me. Yeah, it was terrible for me. And there were then there were those uh, missions where they come right <laughs> after another. Or like that Whitegraph uh, fight, where yep. it's two battles in one. It's like, well then, <laughs> yeah. It's two battles really in one, in, and I think
1: and I think it's also like the the third fight in a in a four straight fight thing. Because the fourth one is the rooftop one, and you have to do like a ca- two castle gates fights at the beginning. It's yeah, yeah. Those those cons- um, we don't need to get into specifics, but uh, those consecutive <laughs> fights can be a pain in the rear.
2: Well, listening to this conversation, then can we at least can we all agree that the game has has issues?
0: Sure. Yeah, I don't think so, but I can see where you guys are coming
1: from. It was on my list originally, but I I freely admit it has issues.
2: Right, and that's one of those things where you can you're allowed to love something and still like acknowledge its flaws. But I guess the I, and like I I I'm willing to go with whatever you guys go for whether or not it makes the top 10. I don't have a strong maybe. opinion one way or the other. So, let's
1: but. let's add that to the maybe list for now.
2: Uh yeah, let's move on. because those are going to be here all All night. All
0: right. So we're we're waiting on that. Do we want to delve into personas right away, or do we want to (laughs) leave? It's up up to you, man. We gotta get to all these eventually. Yeah, we can
4: jump into Persona.
0: (laughs) I think, and I I legitimately think both games belong. But if we're gonna go with Peter's ruling of only one, I think it has to be Persona Four.
2: I mean, we don't have a ru- I mean no, we don't really have a ruling but I, I will I'm gonna talk I want can I talk persona three real quick because I, sure. I, I that, that was on my list I, I love both three and four I, I don't I don't think either of them are are are, are I, I love like guys I, I love both those games three was my first SMt game so I feel like I am a little predisposed towards it in that regard but at the same time having played having played four twice now, I I I don't know. I still like I like three's characters. I really like the setup and the storyline better. I I like the idea of the shadows and Tartarus and the evokers. The evokers is a really cool is a really cool visual image, even if it isn't like quite what like it. It it is just that it's a visual image, but I think it's it's very effective. I think it's a
1: visual image that's effective for the first hour, and then you're desensitized to it, and it's and it becomes just what you do after. I mean, after yeah, because mm-hmm. and yeah,
2: but that's like pretty much inevitable when you're playing a 70-hour long BG, and and both these games are, are monsters in in terms of length. I think I think St- I like the the villains. I like I like the the cohesiveness of the music, how those main motifs come in. I like how the overall theme of the game is just it's just filled with death. Yeah. And people learning how to accept their own mortality, I, I just Persona Three resonates really strongly with me, and I love Four. Don't get me wrong. I think if you took Three and gave it forced combat, which they kind of did with P Three P, but the, the, that port also is missing a few features. Um, then you'd have a you'd have my favorite, probably my favorite game ever. But and and, and, 4, and Four makes a bevy of other improvements. I i nev- I'm not going to deny that, but. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I really like Fess.
0: I, I think at the I, end of the day, Persona Fours makes improvements in almost every regard on Persona 3. And so I, I think we are agreeing that Persona 4 is, in quotes, yeah, I think- better. But I, I think aesthetically and design choices, specifically with the characters and some of the storylines, I think 3 really shines. and I, I, I think that the whole mood of it is so effective
2: that's true. Also, and one one last one last point before I let everyone else like give their thing. I think 3 hasn't quite been as done to death as 4, and that's totally outside the realm of the game's quality, but I but like outside of their like yes characters from 3 were in the the fighting games and stuff, but I feel like 4 has been just kind of like run into the ground lately. And we're all waiting for Persona 5 to come along and repeat the process. But that that's just me. Anyway,
1: no, that's that's a lot of people. I mean, I agree that four has been overexposed, even though it. I mean, really, 4's overexposure has gone hand in hand with threes for everything except for Dancing All Night.
2: Fair, fair so, enough.
1: But uh, uh, I, I understand preferring the characters or motifs of Persona Three because that's very very subjective on on you know who your on who your favorite character, what your favorite storyline parts are. But I, I, I like fours better. I think that it's. It's really effective how each character in 4, other than the... I mean, well, maybe including the MC even, have a dedicated uh, dungeon and and optional dialogue tree that d- dives deeper into each of their individual characters and mm-hmm. forces them into acknowledging their own flaws and ad- and addressing the worst parts of themselves. And also... The um, the villain of four is because it's a mystery and because and because in Persona three the main villain uh, doesn't really rear its head until the last quarter of the game and the Strega villains are um, aren't very present you only see them like maybe every other month
2: and they they, are, they aren't very present but they are very impactful when they do appear I, I don't
1: think so I mean shirtless Jesus weird dude with a gun great yeah I,
2: but I, that, that's again where I think he was a really thematically interesting villain because if you think about what those what they are is like again they're like people who they they're basically just suicidal, and it, it goes it goes in hand with with like the themes of the game. And again, they do kill a party member, and that I, that didn't happen and that that was that was still a pretty big thing. That that didn't f- happen in four.
0: Nanakone four. Almost that, I will, ruined. I will my give life. it at the moment.
2: Yeah, that moment, my my one I, of my roommates was in the room with me when I was playing that scene, and he would, even he was just like, "Oh wow, that hurts so bad." It is painful. Like, it, is a...
0: it literally felt like I like my kind of sort of sister was dying. Like that that that's one of the most emotional moments I've ever had in a video game.
2: Marcus, I, do you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Marcos,
1: Marcos, I don't think Marcos has played a Persona game before.
4: So yeah, I've only played uh probably at at this point the the first half hour hour of Persona 4. And yeah, that that game is pretty fun. Yeah. I have not seen Persona 3, but I mean, it looks like a pretty cool game, you know. But I I think I still have to decide with uh 4 just cuz I do like the uh pre- presentation, the characters. And
1: uh, like I what they I introduce. like yeah, is. I like I like four's cheerier presentation a little more because I mean three attempts to be grim dark and doesn't always succeed in my opinion. And I, again, but I think the real reason that four is better than three are the is mechanically, which we you alluded to a little bit earlier. But you can't you can't directly control your other party members in Persona Three Fes, and yeah, Persona is Four. Frustrating. Persona Four gives you a lot more to do around the town, even though the town is smaller. There's way more activities and ways to to strengthen your your party and character and learn more about the world, it, um, especially at night. Because in Persona Three, they get they barely give you anything to do at night until you unlock the uh, the two night social links, which are hard to unlock. Mm-hmm. It's um, like it's a good model of game, and I think Persona Four is better than Persona Three because. They were able to learn from the Persona 3 development experience, but I mean, I, I've played, I've beaten Persona 3 Fest twice and Persona 4 Golden. Um, well, okay, I've beaten Persona 4 PS2 twice and Persona 4 Golden twice, but four yeah. times total. So I, I, I mean, I mean, my stance is clear. Persona 4 is my favorite RPG of the past 15 years or so, and I would rather play it a fifth game, a fifth time, than go back to three, especially if it's the Fest version where I can't control my side characters.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I replay 3 ever again, it's probably going to be P3P, but...
1: Now, what I I really want is, like, a PC version of Persona 3 that has the P3P content and P3Fest visuals and extras.
2: I've been wanting a Vita version of that ever since they announced... ever since P4G.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'd I'd love... I'd love something like that. Oh, you think that Sony's going to make another handheld? Yeah, <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: so not happening. Yeah. So
1: the, the Vita, the Vita has had about as, about the same sales as the Wii U, which is an embarrassment to Nintendo and Sony. So
0: Persona Four on the list, no to three. is what I'm hearing. I think three maybe oh. can wait, but I uh, I uh, I, I, no. I think Persona Four,
1: yes. Persona Three, maybe if there's if we don't feel as strongly about anything else. Okay.
2: That's that's fine. I mean, I, and I'll I'll concede to the mechanic. Like I I agree with you on the mechanical differences. It's just a question of I resonated more with three's story and theming, than than I did with four. Love both games. They're both they're both fantastic.
1: I just I just like four better in almost any way in almost every way. I uh, I don't think there the, are any characters min, as min, interesting as uh, Kanji or Naoto in three, for one.
2: I really like Minato. The, the protagonist's design.
1: You mean being totally aloof and just listening to your music all the time?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I relate to that.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought that Persona 4's main character was had this like warmth to him and fun to him, and Persona Three is like I never, I never really got an idea what he was thinking. He was too blank a slate. But we we don't need to talk about this anymore. We're gonna yeah, we're wasting time on these <laughs> that we're forty that minutes
0: might, in.
2: At this point, we're splitting hairs. In, twenty
3: minutes.
0: <laughs> wow, I can't read. We're twenty minutes in on the. Th- Four, three four games that were supposed to be super easy to talk about
3: um
2: <laughs> oh, all right just goes to show just
0: goes i i honestly with the last of the list i don't see any of them being easy locks does anybody feel like there's something that isn't for sure
2: um i'm gonna throw xenoblade chronicles out there
0: i genuinely did not enjoy that game when i played it but i will make I I a lot
2: of it I was gonna say, like, I, 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 I get, it, I get it. It gets off to a slow start, but I mean, once you, get, I mean, if you get past that hump, and I don't even think it's that much of a hump, then you're in for one of the best JRPGs of the past generation. Like, I, I, legitimately think Xenoblade Chronicles is a game that everyone should play.
0: And I, I'm willing to say yes, just because I've heard a bunch of people say that there's a lot of similarities between that and FF12. It's a better version yes. of FF12. and... I am not willing to agree that's better, but I, b- based on that alone, I'm willing to put it on the list and give it a yes from my side. Uh,
1: I really, really like Xenoblade Chronicles. I played it pretty recently. It was uh, I finished it last year, I think. Um, but it's I think it's the best Wii RPG and a very, very excellent game. Well, it's and I, hard, I didn't.
0: Most of the games on the Wii were bad.
1: <laughs> All right, not touching that. But the. Uh, I, I I really liked Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll give it a yes as well. It's my favorite Wii game and it has really excellent story and characters. The combat and action is mostly good. Sometimes it's problematic and gets in your way a it's, little bit.
2: It's a little vague on the like com- how the combat system yeah. is actually, actually works, which I think with I think um Xenoblade Chronicles X, which isn't on this list, but is probably my favorite game of this generation so far. Um that I think that game uh, the game's combat um ironed out a lot of the wrinkles in chronicles. Yeah, it,
1: yeah, Chronicles is its combat feels even more like MMO combat than uh Final Fantasy XII's does because it is almost literally about rotations and positioning.
2: Yeah, and, it, it's pretty uh, much it on drawing aggro and making sure you're yeah. in the right position to attack and
1: it, it depends you know. on what on which character you're controlling. But it um there's there's a lot of interesting nuance to uh xenoblade chronicles's combat even though you're not always in control all the time but i i i really enjoyed it it's my favorite wii game i played that thing for prop between 90 and 100 hours and enjoyed just about all of it and didn't even finish probably i probably did less than 60 percent of the quests
3: because
1: mm-hmm. there's it's just a staggering amount of content in that game
2: it is a meaty game
1: Marcus, but it's,
0: do you think it belongs on the list
4: Because Xenoblade Chronicles X isn't on this list, I'll, I would go. I probably would allow this one to go on there because <laughs> I made the mistake of playing X first before Xenoblade Chronicles. Do we uh, want to Chronicles. put X
0: on the list instead?
4: No. No no. 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: are you? All, yeah, are you just typing a little X after
4: that? No.
1: Do you want to? Do you want to throw away the entire first episode? Sure. We can. Re- <laughs> we just
0: we adding... can re-record that again. That's fine.
4: No. No. God. <laughs> no. But for for this um. For, for like one of the top like wii games i i do agree that this was one of those uh you know pleasant games i played on there it's a shame that i played it after x yeah. because then when i went to that battle system i was like uh is very uh, very wooden compared to the x but overall i i like the atmosphere
1: so. It's a good game, and, it's, and it's, a, it's too bad that you only played the beginning, Josh, because I'm going to say something that I hate. I hate myself for saying this every time I say it, but you really got to play past the first couple hours, <laughs> because even though if it feels like you're throwing those hours away, I'm sorry, but it's, it, it, once the game opens up, it becomes awesome. And, I, I think uh, it
2: starts out awesome. That opening, that opening cutscene and stuff is like... Yes, like, yes but I, I got think the, the scene
0: is fine, but then you actually have to play the game, which is not enjoyable. No, no the, the opening scene is good, but I
1: think it's a little it's a little easy to get stuck <laughs> in that you, first town.
2: Okay, I, need to, I need to know, Josh, how did you make it past the first hour of 12 then?
0: <laughs> I, I found 12's world more interesting. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, okay. Xenoblade's in. Xenoblade is in. I, so it's going the, the other direction instead of for sure yeses. I think there's one for sure no, and I think there's a second really good chance of a for sure no on this list. Um, One very obviously is Chrono Cross. And I say very obviously because we almost didn't finish part one because we weren't willing to put it on the top 20. So for it to barely make the top 20 and then somehow squeak into the top 10 seems absurd to me.
2: I'm voting yes on Chrono Cross for the sake of it. I am voting
0: no on Chrono I'm Cross. I'm voting too. a hard no, not just a I, no, a hard no.
2: Okay, so I want to, I, I want to know because I, I, have, I've said last episode, I've pretty much gone pretty in depth on this. I think Chrono Cross is a brilliant sequel. I, I don't understand. I understand why people like don't like it because it's different, but I think again, and this is me approaching a game from a thematic standpoint and not a mechanical one i think it is the perfect example to trigger's storyline it continues off of trigger in really interesting ways ways that you might not have expected but that are really interesting nonetheless can i throw so, your
0: own words in your own face is that okay
2: throw, throw my words in my face so i can uh, re- rebut them as well
0: Chrono Cross is in this, is the same series as Chrono Trigger, and we shouldn't have two games in the same series on the list.
2: I, you already shot. Okay, so you're going to shoot down Tactics before it even starts, then? Huh?
0: Tactics isn't the same series. Yeah, it is. It, it
1: says Final Fantasy right there, Josh. Okay, well, it, Sorry, any, any, anyway, that, now that I, argument
2: does not hold water.
1: Yeah, I, I like Chrono Cross. It's a good video game. I just, um, and it has one of the best soundtracks in any video game. But it's I absolutely A game is so I don't, much more
0: than a soundtrack though.
1: I, I know maybe let me finish speaking, Josh. No. I don't think it deserves to be on a list of ten essential must play RPGs. It's a good RPG. It's also a little bit muddled story wise. It's imp- it's impossible to sort of get a whole view of the cast or the or ev- or the the events of the game or even or or even sort of the, the motivations of major characters unless you play it multiple times or through multiple saves. And I and that bothers me a little bit. Also, the combat is super uneven and weird, uh, and re- I think requires advanced planning if you sort of w- get, want to get a the party that you want in that game. I have a lot of issues with Chrono Cross, even though it's beautiful and interesting, and and uh, people refuse. Some people refuse to acknowledge that it's that it's a sequel to Chrono Trigger, but it totally is. It, I mean, it it addresses end game and post game parts of Chrono Trigger specifically and it's a, again it's a good game i just don't think it's one of my favorites or a must-play rpg and ultimately we are making a list of 10 favorite must-play rpgs so i vote no
0: that's at the end of the day my biggest thing is it, it can be a good game and hey it made the top 20 which is kind of impressive like it's surrounded by really good games but at the end of the day it is not i don't think it's a top 10 game okay.
2: I my my only kind. Of, my, I, I, I'm I'm like I I'm not. This isn't one I'm gonna like fight really hard for. I I do think that if you. I'm I'm just gonna throw out there that I think that if you play trigger, you should play cross.
0: That's fine. But I that, that doesn't mean it's essential. It means trigger's essential. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna agree with that. I think
1: play Chrono Cross if you're interested in it. But I think Chrono Trigger is a must play, and Chrono Cross ne- isn't necessarily a must play.
4: What do you, you know, think for this partners? one, it's, yeah, I was, I was going to follow up with that because uh, it, I really love Chrono Cross. Like, with good music aside uh, and, like, other things, uh, I mean, I, I just enjoyed the story with it being, like, you know, diving into later on the, the repercussions of, like, the uh, the actions the heroes played in the past. Uh, but to get down to the nitty-gritty of it, even though at first uh, I felt like Chrono Cross must be on this list, I think uh, as a f- if we were to make a, a second set of like a second list of uh like Less games essentials. you should follow. Yeah, second essentials, <laughs> uh, volume two. Uh, you no, know, uh, this one would definitely be on there because this is a game that people should follow up on if when they play uh, Chrono Trigger. Does that- it need to be on the list?
2: I'm going it does to not say- stand. It, okay, so. I'm sorry, Marcos. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I was—I'm I, going to agree with you. I will say that, like, yeah, it does not stand alone.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Like, if you were to choose Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross, but like versus each other, which one you should play? Like, Chrono Trigger and then jump to Chrono Cross.
0: So we can get rid right of Cross, is what I'm hearing.
2: Sure. Yes. And
0: vindicated from last episode.
2: My, yeah, I can't say we can see that one coming. <laughs>
0: my my job here is done. Now, um, if
1: Earthbound was on this list instead of Chrono Cross, yeah,
0: then it'd been in the top ten. Right, exactly. Absolutely. We did disservice mm. to Earthbound. A massive disservice to Earthbound.
2: I mean, I oh, wouldn't well, be able to comment on Earthbound that's, that's, they <laughs> the first hour.
0: That's water under the bridge, though. So maybe we should move on to another game before we're here all night. Let's also talk about Twilight Princess and how. It, doesn't belong on this list.
2: <laughs> okay, so you remember how we were talking earlier about how you should really play to, to the point where the game actually starts? Josh?
0: Okay, no, 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 no. no screw that. Because...
2: Twilight <laughs> Princess' first hour is not that bad.
0: Link Between Worlds, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Easily of Time is- all four this of them is- are better than Twilight Princess. I've played one of those games uh- and I still didn't enjoy it.
2: I don't agree with that. I think Twilight Princess has some of the best dungeons in the entire series. It has, it's, it's gameplay wise. It is Ocarina of Time's formula refined to nigh on perfection.
1: Mimicked to the point where, I mean, you might as well just play Ocarina of Time a second time. Exactly.
2: It's, it, it's, it's, no, it's, it's Ocarina of Time, except bigger and better in every way imaginable.
1: Ocarina of Time has more dungeons. And a longer story, and to and two and well, again, I guess both of them are multi-phase games. Well, I, 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 look, I I have, I have, I have finished Twilight Princess, and I think it's an alright Zelda game. It has good, it has great dungeons, it has pretty good combat, but its its story is incomprehensible, and I think, I think, I think mm -hmm, Midna's mm -hmm. annoying.
2: Twilight Princess has two of has the most fleshed-out characters in Zelda. You're and joking. No, I'm absolutely not. Because, And I, I and I too, just replayed it. I re- actually reviewed it for the site. Ding, 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 for the, the HD version. Mm-hmm. Midna, Midna has... Um, I, I think Midna is an, a really interesting character. She's one of the few partner characters who has a legitimate character arc. How she grows mm-hmm. from being just this kind of maniacal cackling, I'm totally out for my own self-interest. How she learns to care of care for the world of light becomes more of a companion for link and zant and and yes zant gets the short end of the stick by the end of the game but up until that point he, he even even considering the twist that surrounds him he's basically the kylo ren of zelda he's
1: you say that like that's a good thing
2: that is a good thing because kylo ren is the most compl- the most interesting star wars villain we've ever seen in the movies he's anakin done right it's oh one man of, wow he's a, Ooh. see the thing like like Kylo Ren, Zant is a petulant child who gained extraordinary power and lashed out using it because he felt resentful that he wasn't being recognized for it. And that's, I'm sorry, that's A, that's a really interesting characterization for a villain, and it's not something you see every day. Because it, Zant's facade of power just kind of falls away by the end of the game, and you see the madness lurking beneath that mask. And I, I don't, I can't think of a single other Zelda game that has impacted me quite as much on a storytelling level than Twilight Princess. I'm sorry, like it is probably their best, their best go at storytelling.
1: Again, I, I don't know. The storytelling didn't grab me as much. I thought that like Zant was a bit of a like calling him a petulant child is an attitude is fair and. You could also probably call him an agent of chaos kind of character whose motivations are a little capricious and like a like a Kafka or maybe even a Joker. But I n- none of that resonated with me as much. I thought that Minna was I didn't notice much character growth of Min at out of Minna at all. I thought that she was just a shadowy version of Navi that was a slightly annoying presence whose popular internet fandom I didn't totally understand. And <laughs> and and again the i think that it has good again a part of my issue is mechan, is are the mechanics of it because i I focus on r p g mechanics a lot i know it's it's that's uh unusual a little bit for players of r p g s but uh like i I thought that the wolf stuff was almost all unnecessary it basic it felt like it was forcing you to play certain parts of the game blindfolded and and uh encumbered. In this wolf form, before you could properly explore them like a Zelda game.
2: That's the th- and and I'm going to disagree with that because and this is like and because and again this is me approaching it from a thematic and storytelling standpoint. Those sections are so atmospheric.
1: No, like, they're they're empty and yes, gray green. Yes, they are. No, Dude, they're like they're like, like they're like you're playing them on an old school Game Boy with the contrast turned on too much.
2: Like the the, the, the I think the Twilight Realm just is super ethereal and really interesting, and the music is really chilling and. Like no, those, and
1: it, it it just makes it puts everything just through a weirdo filter. Like you have detective mode on on and on Arkham Asylum the whole time.
2: Yeah, and it's unnerving. That's what I like about it. No, it's it's boring. I like. I, you you go in there and like the clouds are going super. Like the clouds are all out of whack and just the whole place. And is the, and, weird. the te-
1: and the textures are gone from a lot of the from a lot of the areas.
2: And everything and, the, and, you, and you
1: and you have everything. And
2: you're, echoes. It's, you're in it's Gimpy awesome.
1: Wolf form.
2: Wolf it's, form's fine.
1: No, the wolf form does does not add a meaning. Does not add anything meaningful to the game. I I, I think the wolf form it, was a waste of time. And arbiter's, also, arbiter's and, and the, the individual Arb- the individual dungeons were good. But um, it's I think that uh, Twilight Princess may be worse than any other Zelda game at having its items self-contained within dungeons, like the. The the ball and chain is useful to get like two heart pieces and in its dungeon and that's
2: no, it. That is the, that is fair enough. The, the spinner
1: a- in the desert dungeon is even worse. You I don't know if you ever use it outside of outside of the desert dungeon. You, Maybe you do you, you, you probably do and I just forget. Yeah, but you it do. it felt like the dungeons are good but felt really insular and the world was all right for a Zelda game but didn't feel meaningfully larger or more interesting than the ocean in wind waker which i love or the main setting in ocarina of time which i love or the world the the much larger and more and denser overworld maps in I mean, link to the past or I mean, link if, between worlds if, if some, which are my, some, which are my two favorite zelda games thank you if mike
0: if some, for pointing out another game on the list that is better than Twilight Princess, Wind Waker. <laughs> <So> <laughs> now we're up to somebody, five Zeldas that are better than this.
2: If somebody put Wind Waker on the list, I would have voted for it, but
1: nobody did It was did. on the list, so, wasn't it? No, it oh, wasn't. wasn't. Huh? No, the, nope. only pe- the only people that put on Zelda games were Davey, Peter, and I, and those were Majora's Mask, uh, Twilight Princess, and Link Between Worlds. And I, all I, of them
0: w- are better games than this. Well, I,
2: I, hey, I don't... Josh, give me, give me a legitimate reason beyond you don't like the first hour.
0: I've played more than the first hour. I've tried okay. playing that game four times. I have either fallen asleep or got dreadfully boring. And if it was my own disc and not somebody else's disc, I would have snapped the game in half. I Jeez. legitimately hate this game. Ignoring the fact that Zello's not even using the right hand that he's supposed to use. The Actually, fact well, that I've,
3: they
2: played, I've always been on the Wii. No, he's always been left-handed.
0: i
1: well, on the, on, the, on the Wii he's right-handed, and on the GameCube he's left-handed. Yeah. It's super right
2: handed Well, if you're playing it on Wii, that's your problem, too.
1: <laughs> well, I also played it on GameCube, and I, and I thought it was an alright Zelda game, but I don't think it's one of the best Zelda games. I don't think it should be on a list of ten essential must-play RPGs. And I admit I am a little bit bitter that this made the list instead of Link Between Worlds, which is my favorite Zelda game. So that, that that is personally informing my opinion a little bit. My but, um, don't opinion
0: ex- is it doesn't even fit on the top five of Zelda games. So how can <laughs> it fit on top ten of overall for RPGs? If I
1: if I had to rank all the Zelda games, oh shoot, yeah, it wouldn't make my top five either. It would be
0: it would probably I mean, be in the six, seven, eight range. It, it
2: would be my second favorite.
0: And I feel like my opinion here isn't like a big surprising thing. If you go on the internet, I feel like ninety. 9% of the internet supports me on this not being the best Zelda game.
2: Yeah, but that's more the Zelda curse being enacted than anything else. Like cuz Skyward Sword came out and then everyone was like, "Ugh." Well, Skyward Sword but.
0: is bad too.
2: It's not it's not that bad.
0: Let's put Skyward but. Sword on the list. Then I'm going to put that on the list over Twilight Princess.
2: Yeah, but then we deal Josh, uh,
0: again, you're
1: not allowed to make edits after the fact. We're stuck with these 20. You can't just bring one out of left field. <laughs>
2: And I don't, and you don't, and and we don't want to have like a twenty minute discussion about Phi. So, hmm.
1: we, we may have to just table this for now and see what other games make <laughs> it. we might we have, I think we need to see what other games get locked and cut and see how many spaces we have left before we can really make Twilight Princess a guarantee.
0: Guarantee cut. Um, I'm like terrified to go to Mass Effect Two after I crapped all over Twilight Princess
2: aspect two is actually cancer no i'm just kidding
0: um
2: let's just let's let's just go what if we just what if we start from the top and then just work our way down
0: fine dot hack infection i say no
2: i say no as well because i are because it i and i don't think it stands on its own
0: I also say
1: no. I, I I've only I've only tried one of the Dot Hat games briefly, and I didn't find it interesting.
2: I really want to play it. I really want to play the whole the series at some point. But that's just the thing: is that it is part one of a larger story.
0: This was yours, Marcos, wasn't
4: it? I mean, personally, I think you're all terrible people. However,
2: uh,
0: oh, I know I, I'm a terrible person, I, but I'm just I'm not voting for Dot Hack is all.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marcos. <laughs> hey,
4: you ha- you hey, had my hey,
2: back, and I betrayed you.
4: I know. I don't worry. I'm gonna twist that dagger.
2: Uh um, You're just no, to dagger that's in your
4: back. Yeah, because I will say uh, <laughs> probably for this list, I would say no as well. Only because like you're right. Like on its own, it's what is it like a ten hour game? Even that, like you could probably beat the game in like two and a half hours if you're fast enough. Um, and I mean, I saw it was just an amazing game and was not even just an astounding soundtrack, but just you know. The story behind it, you know, the time it came out, um, and just being something very interesting. That if it kills you in the game, it kills you in real life.
0: No, that was really yeah. cool. I always wanted to play those because the premise of it was so interesting. Um, but it, kind of what you guys are saying with it being a small part of a big hole, it very quickly became overwhelming because I felt like I had to catch up on numerous, numerous games instead of just experiencing.
4: Yeah, like I would like if for them to release a uh, like just a massive uh dot hack game where it has all the games in one. Please, or even so- better yet, just don't even have four discs, have one disc, and it just like starts right after the next one.
1: If if a dot hack if a dot hack game like that came out for one of the dot hack sagas, I'm not really sure how the games are organized into stories or. Even what characters are in what game, but if if something like that happened, that was a compilation of past Dot Hack games. I would definitely give it a shot because, again, I haven't played much of any Dot Hack game, but there was all there was sure a bunch of them, and I know people were definitely into them. So I would at least want to you know check it out, see what you know, just buy the game, play part of the compilation, check out the show.
0: So no, yeah, okay, nine 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 nine. nine, 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 nine
2: nine
0: nine 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 yes no vrl belong to this list instead
2: no because you need to play 999 vlr whatever vl no vlr vlr i'm gonna again without throwing the words back if chrono cross doesn't stand on its own because you have to play trigger then you need to play 999 before vlr there is no argument against that that makes sense
1: I like I. I mean, we discussed this in the previous episode. I like VLR more than 999, but I think 999 is super good and would not mind to see it on this list. And I think we should discuss discuss it later.
0: What do you? Think I'm I'm Carlos? I'm putting
1: I'm putting down a weight. I hate the weight. I love the weight. Uh,
0: fine. We'll, we'll move on then. Bastion.
2: Uh I like Bastion, but I don't think it's essential to play. So I'm going to vote no. I
0: agree with Peter. I know this is not going to make the top ten, and I'm willing to fully or readily admit that. And I'm not even really willing to fight with you guys about it, unlike some people who are going to fight for games that don't belong on the list. I will not do that. <laughs> um, I will just state that Bastion is a really fun game. I think the storytelling it is. and how it's all constructed is extremely interesting and a lot of fun um and because of that it was one of my favorite games of the last generation
1: i think bastion's fun and does and uh, the weapons and skills are interesting and it's and it's worth playing but i don't think it's a top 10 must-play rpg so i don't I, think it goes to
0: the list i agree same all right castlevania symphony of the night all
1: right this is one of my babies i really love castlevania symphony of the night it's a uh It's an incredible encapsulation of the entire series with references to every prior Castlevania game. Alucard's one of the most entertaining player characters to control ever. He can transform into multiple forms. He has a a huge variety of customizable equipment with with special moves and super moves and magic and sub-weapons. There's so many fun ways to play that game. The castle is huge and gothic and fun to explore with great music. It's a great Michiru Yamane soundtrack. And uh, I know this, ga- this game's probably not gonna survive. Oh, well, maybe it will. I'm not. I'm, I'm, the votes are coming in, and it looks like it's a. Ma- it's looks like it's a maybe. And uh, I, I replay that game at least once every two years, and every time it's fun. Just because Alucard is so fun to control, that castle is so huge and cool, and there's a lot to there's a lot to like about Symphony of the Night.
2: I only played it for the first time on the the Halloween episode we did, but and I I, I readily admit that I suck at it. I suck <laughs> at two D side scrollers in general. Um, but
1: two D side scrollers are my are my lifeblood besides RPGs. It,
2: <laughs> and like I, but I but I dug what I played, and I and I think it, it's it's an arc. It's a it is the the trendsetter for that that Metroidvania genre going forward. It's the reason we're getting Bloodstained, which was awesome, and a little bit we got to CD3. Um, it's just that I, I think
1: yeah, I, got to sh- I got to shake Igarashi's hand at E3 and Dude, I,
2: st- I still I haven't a, watched that hand I got a, I got a pick man it, he was very gracious
1: he was very nice to all of his awkward fans and I can't wait to play Bloodstained but for staying in the present
0: uh, Symphony yes. is a super good game and I like it a lot and I also vote yes, yes.
2: so I'm voting yes Symphony
0: I have no problem with it being on the list I am just going to say my rebuttal of I was overall I played it for the first time at the same time Peter did Um, I was overall underwhelmed and slightly disappointed Um, it is one of those things that importance wise when you look at the genre it it, it single-handedly in a lot of ways sculpted that genre Sadly, basically the genre has been just Castlevania, but it um, did a good job doing that. The only issue that comes in for me is I like kind of like Marcos was saying with Xenoblade Chronicles X, when you play all the stuff that comes after it and you see the improvements and the little bits and pieces here or there, the magic of what the original one is kind of lost. Uh, I, no,
1: I, I don't agree with that, man. Like, I, I loved the six or seven handheld Castlevanias that followed in Symphony of the Night's footsteps. But I don't think any of those characters were as powerful or as interesting as Alucard. Like even even uh, like Shanoa is awesome. She's the main character in Order of Ecclesia, but she only has combinations of three items and only a handful that can go on each of her three of her three equipable positions. Alucard has weapons and spells and sub weapons and transformations. That like he is he has more variety to his character and and a pretty interesting uh, arc on his own. I would say uh, that that is unmatched by other, by any Castlevania protagonist and a lot of other video game protagonists in general. Like you can get into the, the weird, like his weird personality and whether he changes or not. Uh, and the stuff about his, about his parents. But I, I think he is one of the most fun to control RPG characters ever. And that's part of why I keep going back to that game.
0: I, like I said, I have no problem with it being on the list. I think it's, much more deserving than other games that we still have left to us. Um, hmm. It just... I will throw out that people, if they have not played it before, that they might be better off playing newer games from those, the series. That, that's all I'm saying. That's just my small caveat on it. And if you have played other games in the genre, or other games in that series, and you've enjoyed them greatly, you might find those more rewarding back to the old one. That's... But I'm fine with it beyond on the list. Um, this one you and I can agree on, though. Diablo 3.
2: Diablo 3 is fantastic.
0: I love me some Diablo 3. Marcos? It's true. Diablo 3?
4: Never played it. Have no opinion. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um,
4: Throw it on there.
0: Yeah. yeah! Well, it looks
1: like it's three yeses and a no, so it makes it, and I'm quite pleased about this. Um... It,
4: it's,
2: it's a really good game.
0: It, I, even with the shaky start at the beginning where everybody really like talked mad crap about it, I still thought it was fine back then. And since then, they have fixed every complaint and then gone leaps and bounds beyond to make an unbelievable game. I
1: well, I'm, I don't agree with all that. I thought it had a lot of problems at the beginning, especially since, like, to me, a Diablo game or even a loot RPG in general doesn't really begin until you are in the middle of that loot of that loot hunt. And in the original version of Diablo three, everything was weirdly gated. The difficulty system was not well designed. Um, the Inferno difficulty setting was a disaster. There was there was it had a number of problems. But then. Uh, after the fix made with the Reaper of Souls uh, patch and second and expansion, it, it it just became the best loot RPG ever made. Everything was fast and furious. You could customize Too your difficulty. You could cut.
2: <laughs> Movie <Loom> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Look, well, you you can't make a fast five though because the party size is limited to four in Diablo three. Who snap? But the uh uh like it is it, it becomes I think I compared it. I used the same comparison last episode it becomes like an arcade game just cr- just total chaos Definitely with you're the in riffs. and out. you're yeah yeah riffs are these like in and out timed events um, and you and you can either like uh, oh, man I'm stuttering I'm so excited thinking about Diablo 3
2: uh, <laughs> gonna go play it after this podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, um, it, maybe it's and, and the way the way that the the way that they set up seasons is even interesting how they're um, how they're you know, gating and and creating new content to keep the game fresh and interesting without a uh, without a subscription model or a free to play model. I wish they had. I, I I bet they wish they had done. They had added some uh, paying elements to Diablo three after the <laughs> auction house after the auction house failed. But you can listen to our uh, to our BlizzCon podcast if you want to hear my specific thoughts on that.
0: I'm um, close to having to do another one of those.
1: Yeah, we. You know, you you think you think we should.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: I, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in doing a follow up BlizzCon podcast
0: every year. So,
1: yeah, that would, yeah, it would probably air in like November, but w- whatever. Uh, back to Diablo Three. Diablo Three is great. The loot is super fun. The multiplayer is awesome, either on console or PC. And uh, it's an it's a shockingly good example of a game that had a rough start but then improved over time. And I don't know. Maybe if Destiny had a follow up like that, then uh, then it would still be on this list, but it isn't
0: destiny 2
3: someday
2: you think rise of iron is going to be your 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 go-to josh
0: i i i i legitimately love destiny i know you do i um i i in a lot of ways i don't even compare diablo to destiny i think the only thing you really compare it to is borderlands Um, that's fair enough And I I think at the end of the day, I think Borderlands did a really good job with their art system and all all the kind of minutia of it. But at at the end of the day, the shooting's just not as good. Um, And you can complain about a lot of things in Destiny. I'm fine arguing about most of them. But at the end of the day, it's built on on the Halo system, and there's not much better than the Halo system. Um,
2: Yeah, well.
0: So... But I, I think... I, but neither I, Halo nor Destiny is on this list. No. Um, To answer your question about Rise of Iron, I am going to say it's going to take another great step, but it's going to take Destiny 2 to be able to truly fix the issues that they made with the beginning portions of Destiny.
2: Nope. Okay. I was, yeah, curious. Yeah.
0: Because there's just stuff that's inherently built in there that I don't see... they would have to change too much, so I think they almost have to have a, a pseudo-clean slate to be able to fix it. Right, right. So yeah, um,
2: moving on. Yeah, so to... now we have
0: six locks, so we're over half. Running out of space. Um, we still have one, two, six. We have a lot of games still. Um, Grandia. Never played it. I've never played Grand- it. It's it's a pretty
1: good RPG. Um, game Arts uh, Saturn game that was ported to the PS One. I think I think it's pretty good, uh, but I would not put it on the list of must-play RPGs.
0: Was this your l- game again, Marcos?
4: Yeah, it was. <laughs> ah,
0: figures. The, the combat's pretty good. Oh, nuts. It's got really good combat.
4: Yeah, the combat's great. Uh, I I mean, personally, I I can't imagine people having the patience to play this kind of game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's as linear as it gets. Like, It's a straight line to the very end. No backtracking. Uh... Like it literally locks you out. You you can you only have a forward momentum. I mean maybe that's what people would like. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Like like once you hit like certain spots in the like the map or whatever the story, it will literally just lock out like stuff previously. And I mean maybe like I said maybe for some people that's a good thing. I guess for this list it might not be one of the most important games to play, but I. If you were to come to me for my list, I this would be one of my top 10, maybe even top 5.
2: Wow, well, that's that's high praise. I
0: mean,
1: I like again, it's it's a good RPG, it's charming, it has maybe some of the worst non-resident evil voice acting on the PlayStation.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, about but what about.
1: no, it's right up there with Resident Evil One and Mega Man X Four. It's bad, but uh, it and it's it's an entertaining game. I like Grandia, but I don't. I would never put it on a list of my top ten favorite RPGs or a list of ten must play RPGs. So I'm voting no.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm kind of torn between a yes and no. I feel like Marcus did a decent job, but like, as much as you said it was the top five, I feel like it's not like your end all has to be on the list for you.
4: Well, on this list, yeah, but on my top ten,
0: yeah. Hmm, hell yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're rolling with a no on this one. I,
1: I I'm consistently no on it.
0: Consistently.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: I'm not gonna change from a no.
3: Oh.
2: I switched over to no just 'cause I yeah, gonna move on.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm excited just to move on, just to see Mike. <sighs> <sighs> okay, let me let, okay. let, 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 let me remou- remember my alphabet.
1: E-F-G-H-I-J-K.
0: Right. So after Grandia comes Kingdom Hearts.
2: <sighs> okay, so can I, can I go first on this one?
0: If you go first, that means he gets a rebuttal. That gives him a lot of strength.
2: Okay, fine. Mike, why do you not like Kingdom Hearts? Because I've never understood this.
1: I love Disney movies, and I have loved them most of my life. And I think Kingdom Hearts disrespects their good name in a lot of ways. It just, it's, it's most, again, maybe this is just a recurring refrain for yeah. me, but, but it's, um, I have, a lot of my issues with it are mechanical reasons. It's combat is always awkward with bad platforming and bad environments. Like the, the Tarzan stage is just you switching, I... beth- is switching bethre- between like, like three jungle backdrops until Clayton decides to attack. And like the platforming in the Aladdin and Alice in Wonderland stages is so bad that it's an actual obstacle rather than an element of challenge or something that that adds visual interest. It, the um and the combat is it, it it's really uneven to me. It feels either too hacky slashy or too ultra specific as so as not to like like j- just to gate you away from from content like i i i never got a handle on the combat and it always felt just samey to me the whole game okay and again like the disney i I liked seeing the disney environments because it's like oh these are firing off the neurotransmitters in my brain from when i was a child that loved these movies and still enjoy them but just it the the disney environments there were so empty and boring and with with uh with really uninteresting like vignette stories within each one that it if anything it um maybe not, saying that they damaged my memory of them is too strong but it, it it did not like playing that first I've only played the first kingdom hearts game and I didn't finish it I got to uh I, I want to say like it was a giant flying space library mhm
3: does
1: that does that sound is that the thing in the in the that second half like, of the game
2: that that sounds like the final boss but
1: it, I, I think the beast was in my party, and he had recently joined.
2: That mm, oh,
1: Hollow Bastion. Yeah. Yes, which like which? Hollow
2: honestly, Halabastian is one of the better areas in the game. Okay, I well, think. Uh, well, that
1: I, I don't I don't remember much about the story at that point, but I that is where around where I stopped playing.
2: Just so to, I'm. Well, oh, you no, know, Sorry, you finish.
1: And but the game does have good music, and it's, uh... um. I, I don't I usually don't really think about voice acting when I play a game but I know you talked about the voice acting a lot in the There's first part of this podcast. For the voice they have a
2: top tier cast in every game in that. Well they series. they but, have
1: they have the greatest male voice actor of all time in it, Dan Castellaneta. But True. He, he, he but didn't...
2: well and that, and, and that, this is this is this is why um I'm so, I'm sorry to interrupt again. I I have strong... This is my favorite game franchise of all time. I, I have very strong thoughts about Kingdom Hearts. I, I love these games to death. And the, the, this... the Why I don't agree with you with that it's disrespectful to the Disney memories because, I mean, they went to the trouble of getting the original voice actors where they could. Like, I love the fact that James Woods is willing to do Hades whenever he gets the chance to, even if James Woods kind of went off the rocker recently. I, I'm... I, I love the fact that they got they got where they could. They got the original actors where they they couldn't. They used their TV counterparts. There, there was a very there seems in Kingdom Hearts one especially to be a very constant effort to make the Disney feel the Disney parts feel integral to the experience. Whereas in every Kingdom Hearts game afterwards, much as I like them, they're a bit more of an afterthought. Because um, I, 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 I
1: don't think bringing back voice actors is should be an important consideration for how okay, good the so, game is. All right.
2: All right. Well, then let's let's ignore <laughs> that then.
0: I, I honestly, I, Mike, to be fair, gonna, I don't think that is fair to say because I've sat on almost 50 episodes of this retro podcast. <laughs> Everybody but me wants to freak out about the music, how amazing it is, which I under, I, I'd never give no, you guys crap well, because it, it adds an element to the game it makes it well-rounded, it adds to the general feel in your experience, and by the same extension, you have to extend sure, that well, to yeah, ul- voice acting. U-
1: ultimately, and- ultimately, this is a difference in taste and preferences. I don't think voice acting is very important, but uh, you, uh, many many other see, people do. You
2: know, here's, See, and I think that voice acting is critical to the experience, because bad voice acting can ruin a game. And I think the fact that with Kingdom Hearts, they took an almost Disney movie-esque approach to its direction and script is really interesting to me like kingdom hearts would work would probably function as a as a cartoon
1: i don't think it has great voice acting like uh, i think it they made squall and tifa boring even though they did use appropriate yeah, the voice final, actors
2: for well and, and let's also take into account though that in the first kingdom hearts game this was the first time we would heard those characters voiced and they got they definitely did, did, oh
1: yeah i guess they, it did predate advent children yeah
2: they got they yeah by by like four years mike Mm. And and they like and they grew into their roles as they went. I I am not I'm not saying that's not the case, but it is kind of where it started. So as for why I think Kingdom Hearts is an essential game, as opposed to just a game I really love, uh, Kingdom Hearts One, you can pretty much see the direction Square Square would take for the next decade, right in that one game. It's Too many probably,
1: zippers and over exaggerated fashion features.
2: All of that stuff. Yep, all that stuff. What love it or hate it, Kingdom Hearts One is square enix yeah well it's a square soft game but you get what i'm saying it is pretty indicative it, of, of the direction that company will be going and we can disagree on the gameplay mechanics i think the combat in all the kingdom hearts games is pretty good i a one's combat is flawed but it's better than the ds games combat by like many many miles but like the, why? Think,
1: why uh, keep going
2: why, are the, why is the DS combat bad? Because try controlling it. No, like,
1: why it. Why is why is it better being better than bad combat important? It's I, think, I think the think, combat's I, bad in a vacuum.
2: I think the combat's good. I, I think I think Kingdom Hearts' combat, it, it just hits my sweet spot in terms of how much... Because I'm not very... I don't like character action games very much. I'm not a big Devil May Cry guy. And I'm not really a big Dynasty warrior. I love Devil
3: and May, May a, Cry
2: well. I played the first game. I liked it. I don't... Like, that, that's neither here nor there. No, no, th- 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 think, that's fair, Yeah. For me, Kingdom Hearts strikes the perfect balance between a hack and slash game and a character action game, where there is just enough character inputs and stuff for you to get better at the system, but you can still play it like a hack and slash when you want to. There are harder bosses in the game that will challenge your reflexes and kind of force you to master the systems, but to play through the normal game, you don't have to ever do that. I think it's it's a really good beginner action game. I think it can teach if you if you really get into the first Kingdom Hearts, it can help get you. You can help teach you to get better at action games. And if you want to just play through the story and get through it, then you can do that too. I think. And again, I just think Kingdom Hearts one, the first game, is the complete package. It's got. It's the one game in the series where the story is actually impacted by the Disney elements. The Maleficent is the main villain for a good chunk of the game. It's. Yeah, spoilers. Billy's angels. <laughs> we, up. we
1: don't we don't care about spoilers on this Billy, podcast. Billy's you know A- that by now, Josh.
2: Billy's Come Billy's shows up eventually and it's awesome. Like and I, I think the combat's good. I think there's enough there's enough challenging bosses. It's still kind of got that Square Soft level of like there's some secrets to find. There's rewards for for exploring and mastering it. The platforming isn't the greatest, but it's still at least far. It's a it's still a little bit more world interaction than you would get in the later games. I think there's some pretty decent level design. Actually, pretty good level design when you get to Hollow Bastion and the end of the world. And
1: so the I, last couple stages have good level design but it's okay.
2: there Look, is I, I bad did not- there is bad level design in the first kingdom hearts i will never defend atlantica i hate atlantica
1: atlantica stunk I, I remember
2: i i atlantica, think atlantica is far and away like i told i i was playing the hd release for the first time and i just told my roommate lock the door because i am going to be screaming
1: I remember really? not liking Atlantica, but thinking that Tarzan was the worst one because it was just a couple empty rooms that you had to run between.
2: See, I, I used to not like the Tarzan level, but having played it a few times since then, I've act- it's actually grown on me. I, I like, the, I, I just, I don't know, Deep, deep Jungle.
1: So, so it's <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome, that's why you like these games
2: well i mean look
1: look, we're not going to convince each other i i think the entire i think that the entire series is incomprehensible for story and uh, i've only played the first one at length but i i thought the combat was bad and didn't and didn't care care for the original characters either it's i i don't like kingdom hearts one and it soured me on the rest of the series i don't know if i'm ever going to play another one uh but the I know I know a lot of people really like it. I don't want to begrudge them for liking it. And if and if we, if this game gets 3 yes votes, I'm not going to fight it anymore. But I, I I just think that it has a lot of caveats and it did not and it did not serve or make me uh think better of any of the Final Fantasy or Disney elements that it borrowed from. Even though I love Final Fantasy 1 through 10 and love a host of Disney movies. Um but yeah like I, for for me i think the best part of kingdom hearts is the soundtrack which i know is making josh roll his eyes right now even you not not it.
0: i'll agree with that even you can't
1: hear it uh but i i don't i'm not interested in playing any more kingdom hearts games even though i may be interested in listening to more shimamura music but i i know that um my opinion is is not the consensus on this podcast and it's uh it's, and probably not in the mainstream in general either but I'm not a Kingdom Hearts fan. That's not going to
4: change anytime soon.
2: It's all right.
0: Where do you weigh in, Marcos?
4: Uh, I I I think Kingdom Hearts belongs on the list. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, it belongs on the list. It was just such an impress- impressionable game. Like, yeah, you got you got a solid voice acting, um, crazy cast. Uh, but like being just seeing a, like a Disney RPG like this like, show up one day. And I, I remember just uh just seeing it. It's like, why is Scoofy holding, like, a shield? Like, what's Donald doing? And when I finally played it, it was actually a lot of fun. I like the story. I, I like the the ending. I love the little cliffhanger, just like, oh, where does it go from there? <clears throat> and all the other extra things in there. Uh, See, for the battle, this was a weird thing. At first, I hated it. But as time went by, I actually really enjoyed it. However, like, yeah, no, I, and I really uh, did enjoy it, especially when it got to the uh, the Coliseum matches, when you start fighting, like, uh, more powerful, like, bosses like the Ice Titan and Sephiroth.
2: Oh. It's the best thing on Olympus Coliseum in the series, because you actually can use it to grind if you want.
4: Yeah, and I, I I just really enjoyed fighting, like, the Ice Titan being able to block at the right time and just, like, negate, like, most of the damage with a, a good-timed block. A good-timed <laughs> block was, like, the most satisfying thing I, I broke.
2: I legit broke a controller on that boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
4: The, yeah, the first time I fought Ice Titan, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be a bad time. Until I started, like, you know, timing my uh, blocks, and I was like, all right, this is good.
2: This is the very way, good. On my, on, my, guard, on, my, on my proud mode run, I marched in there at level 99 and was just like, let's do this.
1: <laughs> so are we already <laughs> voting yes or no on this? I think we're spending too much time on Kingdom Hearts.
0: Um, so I just want to weigh in slightly. Um, I have a... I strongly disagree with Peter about it being a complete package. Um, okay. I... I And I I do love Kingdom Hearts. I will admit that. Um, And kind of what Marcos was saying, where when it got announced, it kind of blew my little kid's mind when I was a kid. Um, And I got ridiculously excited, played through it, ripped through it, really, really liked it. Um, But as a kid, you kind of ignore a lot of the the things the game's missing. And I, I think that's really very, very obvious when Kingdom Hearts 2 comes around um i i enjoy that disney was kind of the main focus for the first one the combat is kind of crap and i i will admit that and i that's why in part one i was really fighting for two i think it's much easier to put two in the top 10 than it is to put one um
2: and i loved i love two as well don't get me wrong josh and I, I think for me it goes to my it goes back to my uh my idea of of what constitutes essential, I really do. I am the kind of person who wants to play things in order, and I really think you should in in this case.
0: But ultimately, I I would I would say yes to Kingdom Hearts because it does have a very special place in my heart. Sorry, Mike. It it's fine. I, I I'm the, I i can not win all
1: of my every fight, even though I know I'm the only person who knows this game is bad. But whatever.
0: I. Sorry, right, there's. Better Kingdom Hearts game that could be on this list.
2: Yes, there is. Birth by Sleep.
1: Um, I would love for someone to explain the Kingdom Hearts
0: storyline to me without. I did at one point, and then you got upset with me for explaining it, and then you. No, I I got. I got upset. Skype on me.
2: Like if we chill, if we if we chill out at E3, and have like a few drinks, then we can talk. We can talk Kingdom Hearts.
1: After a few drinks, I can be talked into anything. So I'm gonna decline on that.
2: Okay. Well, I like that even more. <laughs> mm.
1: Can we just look, skip the Kingdom Hearts talk then?
2: We're gonna share look, a hotel look, we room don't, then.
1: We don't. We can't. We shouldn't have a discussion on informed consent on this podcast. <laughs> All right. But um, uh, but okay, look, so it looks in, like Kingdom Hearts made the list. So much to my chagrin.
0: We we have three spots. Um, did we actually talk about Mass Effect Two earlier? No, we have. not
2: we, we talked about it last time.
3: Okay.
0: So Mass Effect
2: Two is next on We one. have like,
0: five more games to talk about. <sighs> Um, we, we have
2: six. S- yeah, five. Yes, five. You're right. Twilight Princess and Fass are on hold. We
0: technically have seven sitting around,
1: though. Yeah, we have, we have, we we have, uh, we have, well, no, we have um five to talk about still and four maybes on our list. So nine total for three spots. Crap.
0: Okay.
2: Um. I mean, you already know my thoughts on Mass Effect 2, so I'll just leave it to you guys.
0: Mass Effect 2 has to be on this list. I Is think Mass RPG? Effect RPG.
1: I think Mass Effect 2 is a very good game. How is it not an RPG? There's there's levels, there's customizable skills, there's customizable equipment. There's a there's a party, party that you manipulate. Because, there's a party position you because, manipulate. Because
2: because like you, I can be a stubborn old bastard sometimes. All right,
1: sure. You're what you're you're, you're like 14 years old. You can't be a stubborn old <laughs> bastard yet.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a 14-year-old who's old enough to drink. Yeah, that's that's how this works. Mm, yep. Oh
0: yeah, cuz everybody starts drinking when they're of age. Mhm.
2: Yep. Fair enough.
0: All right, Marcos. I feel like you're gonna
1: have to be. I I, I like. Voice well, let me talk reason. about Ma- let me talk about Mass Effect 2 briefly. I think Mass Effect is a good is a good trilogy in general, and Mass Effect 2 is the best of the trilogy in part because it has I feel the most interesting cast, and you go sort of like Persona 4. You can go in depth into each cast member with their spe- uh with their specific like character quest, and it, it lets you get into the cast in a really interesting way and also it is it's sort of relieved of the burden of being a first game or a final game because it doesn't have to introduce a complicated world or characters and it doesn't have to draw a conclusion to its epic story it it has the you know the benefit of not needing a strong beginning or a
2: strong ending it has empire strikes back syndrome yeah
1: exactly It it has it has dark middle chapter bonuses and as such It is sort of the. I think it's sort of the the easiest one to pick up and play. And the combat, which I agree, sometimes sort of devolves into corridor shooter with superpowers, even though it is RPG elements that that determine those superpowers. Um, It's it's consistently really fun um, shooting, even though the uh, and the the world of Mass Effect is just awesome and. Of, of an absolutely fantastic sci-fi world that I can't wait to revisit in Mass Effect Andromeda later.
0: Yeah, Mass Effect so, yeah, 2 has one I would of vote the yes. best intro sequences ever in a game. And it starts at like a just a dead sprint and I don't think it really slows down. I think it's fantastic through and through.
1: Oh, uh Josh, what did you um design your Shepard to look like or what does he or she look like?
0: He's the standard chap.
1: I made mine look just like Gomez Adams, and it was the best decision of my life.
4: <laughs> <laughs> did you say Gomez Adams?
1: Yep, I sure did. <laughs> yeah, so like, 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 bushy mustache, pale complexion, sort of like parted hair, uh, had him go very renegade. Um, and yeah, I basically just imagining uh, the male shepherd as a completely out of control of Gomez Adams, was very appealing to me.
0: You get to headbutt a Krogan in that game.
2: <laughs> that sounds like a bad idea.
0: I feel like that's all that needs to be expressed about this. <laughs> this thing is fantastic.
2: And, you know, um,
1: we haven't really talked about karma systems on this podcast, but I think that Mass Effect, even though it's pretty binary and uh, disguises itself as good and evil when really it's just sort of harsh or, or nice... Um, it, I think it's a really fun one to play around with, just because of the situation it put, the situations it puts you in. Like uh, if you remember during the Garrus character quest, if you're, um, if, if you pick, if you go uh, renegade Shepard, then you like encourage his revenge tendencies and have some a really badass shooting scene. But if you do the good version of the Paragon version of that scene, you keep getting in the way of Garrus's gun while you're while he's negotiating with his target. And it's it, that that was there was so much tension to both the renegade and paragon versions of that scene. Uh, it, it it is so it feels so much better and more natural than other karma systems in video games. So even though ultimately it doesn't change how the story goes most of the time, and it is you know like has it, it it's ultimately pretty binary. Unlike some other Bi- Bioware games that have very complicated um, good or evil choices. I, I really thought the Paragon Renegade system worked better than average for a karma system in a game.
2: Yeah, I just I don't care for karma like my binary moral choices in games in general, and bioware in BioWare's games in particular. I just think it's I think it's it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Even in games where I where I ostensibly like the 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 dynamic, like the Law Chaos system in SMT, I'm still not really a fan of how they implement that as a gameplay mechanic. It's, yeah, it, it's
1: uh, unfortunate when it's most of the time it's binary and a lot of the time when it isn't binary, it's completely nonsensical.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Look, well, like, what rubs me the wrong way about Mass about, uh, about post uh, about recent Bioware is how, is the trend of you get a, a one word to describe what you're going to, you're going to choose and then it's not really indicative of what the character's actions are actually going to be. I much prefer it when you're given the whole dialogue option. So you can actually actually plan ahead for that, because, I mean, it, it's I I, 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 can res- I agree that it's user friendly.
0: I can respect that, just- but it really sucks in the day of like the days of voice acting. Um,
2: I mean, why not? Why, why that? They're going to have to read the line anyway. And it's like, all
0: right, well, I already read this. You don't have to read this. Well, I mean, so we got we got to bring it to a vote. Mar- yeah. Marcos, are you going to let it through or are, you, are we going to put it into the maybe pile?
4: I'll put it into the maybe pile for now.
0: All right. <sighs> Way to go, Mike. Let's have a wait option.
1: No, well, no, well, in that case, Marcos can vote no, and then it'll still go into the maybe pile. <laughs> um. And next, tell me list... about,
2: so tell me about Alana's favorite game. Skies right.
1: of Arcadia is a hella good traditional RPG. I talked about it at, at at some length in the previous episode. Unbelievably beautiful world map. Really good turn-based combat. Um. The main uh, I, I really like the characters in general. they are And even though they're not very complicated for the most part, except for maybe maybe Drachma's motivations are a little complicated. But it's a game that has... Uh, it's bright and colorful and fun. It has a real sort of spirit of adventure to it that I really love. We talk about this a little bit on an upcoming episode that's not about Skies of Arcadia, but Skies okay. of Arcadia does come up. Um, and I... <laughs> It, it Ultimately, it's a traditional turn-based RPG with Sky Pirates and beautiful floating islands, but I think it's absolutely worth playing for fans of traditional Japanese RPGs. It's super, super good. I'm voting yes. I won't I, – I'm not going to raise hell if every if the other three of you vote no, but I I think that game belongs on the top ten r- of RPGs. I'm voting I,
0: I've no. never – Yeah, sorry, Peter. Go
2: ahead. No, I was going to say I've never played it. I really want to.
0: I'm voting just... no because I've never played it but there's games that are left on the list that I want on the list.
4: Yes, that, that's my same response.
2: <laughs> only three games left and only three slots left. so. Here's a really easy and one. I think,
0: We're going to say I'm guessing no to Splunky because you guys are going to say it's not an RPG. Um, I, not I don't so, think well, it's not I, an RPG. I just, I just don't
2: think anyone needs to play it ever.
0: It is the best game. gonna uh, like I said, it is a really, really good game. I love Splunky. That's a hard yes yeah, I'm sure for me
2: i'm um, sure it's fine i just don't think it's an essential
0: i am going pick- to do my same thing i said to bastion and say everybody should experience the game but it doesn't belong here so that's fine Fair enough. um Not now good. on to marcus's darling steambot chronicles
4: Whew. about time <laughs> uh <laughs> tell us all about
1: steambot chronicles <laughs> Well then, uh...
4: no. I'll make this very brief. Uh, if you like uh, that, more or less, the binary decision in Mass Effect Two, you're going to get that Steve Bot Chronicles as well, uh, because you are given the same like story plot uh, for most of the game. Just continue on, but the decisions that you get in it, you can literally call them Paragon and Renegade because you can turn your character mm-hmm. into a complete jerk and. It gets to the point where you think that, oh, maybe it's offering me these decisions, but the character will do that 180 or another character will intervene and say, hey, that's not funny. Do this instead. But once you commit to something, you must commit to it because you, that's your decision. Uh, especially when one t- uh, one occasion where you, the the game like said, like asks you, do you want to go with uh, the, the main lead back t- uh, to a certain town or do you want to go with some other chick? And if you choose some other chick that you don't talk to as often, uh, you will go back to that other chick while the main uh, lead will end up being, uh, like, sh- she becomes depressed about it. <laughs> and it was like, wow, that that was very uh, very sad. <laughs> that actually uh, hit me in the heart. So I-, I thought that was, like, really interesting.
0: Yeah, this is, this is one of those games I feel like you mentioned this even back when we started planning this, the podcast as a whole. And I, I feel like it somehow is coming sh- up. Which
1: I should mention was four or five months ago. No, 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 no. I mean, like, retro as a
0: whole, like, a year and a oh, half
3: yeah. ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> like, April, May of 2015. Yeah. Like, you. Good this time. is a game that I, I've heard you pitch and talk about and say amazing things about for a year and. I, I have to apologize. I still have not played it, but every time you talk about it, it fully convinces me that it's a game that I have to experience. Um, so I have to throw my full support as a full yes because the just the level of passion that you have when you talk about this game—it's uh, like truly infectious, and I—it I, sounds like a really good game.
4: We and ps- we had an editorial about this game like earlier.
1: Yeah, um, a month or two ago, we uh, uh, Robert Fenner from um, our reviews team, who has been on a couple retro episodes, wrote an editorial about it. And yeah, I'm changing my vote to a yes too. I, I've only played the first hour and I, a I half or that, so. Yeah. I've only played the first hour and a half of the game, but it is a a quirky, colorful RPG so far. And I think I've only really hit one good evil de- uh, decision, and they were so comically opposite. They're almost they're almost the opposite of Mass Effect's. Uh, by a karma system because with mass effect you uh like like it's it's basically just sort of caring about others or not caring about casual civilian casualties but with uh but with Steambot chronicles they're sort of over the top crazy it's like almost like instead of instead of like you know like um lawful evil cha versus chaotic evil it's more like batman versus the joker <laughs> and it and it's it was it was really quirky and colorful and fun and had this weird undertone of darkness with the amount of absolutely bat crap crazy evil things you could do. So it, it I I have not played a ton of it yet, but I am still intrigued and I think it is a good game. And I am I am also seduced a little bit by Marcos's love for it. it it's infectious. It's,
2: I am completely seduced by Marcos's love for it. Plus, I'm trying to throw him a bone for for supporting me throughout this podcast. But <laughs> this um, <laughs> is very infectious. But okay. but for real for real though, I do think that's actually it's a unique choice for our list. The way I think about it, it has kind of been omnipresent since Retro Encounter started, and I feel like one of these days I'm going to end up playing it. So yeah, let's let's put it on there.
0: Um, last game that we have not talked about yet from the top twenty is Wild Arms Three,
2: which I have also not played, but I plan on buying it. Um, now that it's on PS4, because I have I, well, but
1: I have played the first couple hours of Wild Arms Three. It has a very cool beginning, but after that, just seemed a little boring. I'm I'm voting no. It it looks neat, but I am I don't think it probably is a top ten level RPG. So I I'm voting no on it, especially since we have so many good games in that maybe pile that I care much more about
0: that I'm doing the same thing I did with Skars- Skies of Arcadia I'm going to say no for twofold one because there's other games and then also I feel like if I was going to get behind any Wild Arms it would be Wild Arms 1
1: Um. Mm, well I thought my Wild Arms 1 was sort of okay as well I, I don't know I'm, I'm not super high on the series in general but also I think Wild
2: Arms
1: uh, that, that's the remake of one right yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think Rudy Rough Knight is a great name for a main character, by the way. But, <laughs> but, but, but anyway, um, that's Wild Arms One. Uh, Wild Arms Three, I think it has a really cool first hour, but I didn't love it beyond that first hour, and didn't and ended up not continuing with it. I have I have it on PS Two, and, and so this is this is over. T- this is probably
4: right around ten years ago. So I'm voting no. For myself, I would still say yes. However, it's being trumped as no. But my, for my two cents. Like if you were to play any of the Wild Arms, I would recommend three because I think it really captures that wild, wild west kind of feeling and the wild JRPGness. West. Yeah, you get Will Smith in there as the main yeah. character. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> and it really captures the desolateness of the uh, like the wasteland. And you know, where's the o- the
2: ocean? That's gone. It's Do it's you just the one big from both sand. the living and the dead.
1: It's basically Mad Max, Mad Max, but with anime cowboys with magic guns.
2: That's that's Yeah, awesome. yeah pretty which much is, a, just artifacts.
1: Which is a pretty a pretty solid start, but <laughs> ultimately, a pretty, I, I, <laughs> that's a
2: pretty solid summation of TriGun you got going on there.
1: Yeah, no, the, no, the, um, the the whole Wild Arms series is TriGun as hell, especially yeah. the third one when everyone uses a gun. And because like in in Wild Arms one, like the main character uses swords and shields, it's weird. Uh, but like Wild Arms three is not bad, but I don't think it's special, so I wouldn't put it on this list.
0: So, we now officially have a top 8, we have two spots left, we've talked about all the games, so it's time for us to kind of quickly, hopefully, deliberate over the maybes, which are Final Fantasy Tactics, Persona 3, Zelda, Twilight Princess, 999, Skies of Arcadia, and Mass Effect 2.
2: Um um, the only game on on the maybe's list that I really think should, really deserves to be put into this top ten at this point is Nine Nine Nine. Um, we love it. We love the, the Zero Escape series has been one of RPG fans' darlings on the site for a while. Um, I played them for the first time last year and was just absolutely floored by, uh, some of the I think it's some of the best video game storytelling ever. Uh, third entry notwithstanding, but um, it's it's Nine 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 is 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 so goddamn good. <laughs>
0: I'm willing to support Ever. 999 if either Tactics or Mass Effect 2 make it on the rest of the list.
2: At, at this point, dude, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tuckered out. So. <laughs> dude.
3: I,
1: I really like 999. I would not mind seeing it on this list. I would prefer Final Fantasy Tactics or Skies of Arcadia. But if I get 999 and a game that is not Zelda, then I'm
0: okay with this. <laughs>
2: Uh, you, you people in your three D Zelda hate, man. I'm willing to fight
0: against or fight for every game as long as Zelda's not on the top ten.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Peter, I w- I will you copy, deserve. I will I will copy paste nine 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 in there right now if you if you agree to cut Zelda Twilight Princess.
2: I, I I said I'm not fighting for anything except 999, so go yeah, go ahead. I already got Kingdom Hearts on the top ten. I'm I'm fine with anything at this point.
0: So 999's out. We're down. No, 999 is in. Or sorry, out of the choices. Sorry, running. Sure. Um,
3: okay.
0: We're down to Persona 3, Final Fantasy Tactics, Arcadia, and Mass Effect 2. I'm I you all know four, what? three I, of those. Uh, Arcadia would be the one at the bottom for me that I care about. For the me, least.
1: Persona 3 is the one at the bottom. But I, I like the other three a lot. Well, I why don't I'm Everybody
0: actually... say their favorite, instead of the bottom. That seems better
1: okay okay all right um so peter of the four remaining which one's your favorite
2: i mean i would have to say persona 3 because i don't like mass effect i haven't played skies of arcadia and i don't i don't love tactics as much as everyone else does
1: marcos what's your okay i'm sorry man we're i'm gonna rush this a little bit marcos Marcos, what's your favorite of those four
2: you know i really have to choose a favorite
4: um (laughs) even though i haven't played this at all uh, from what i have seen i I think this is a very interesting game that I would definitely play and probably rate it highly. Is Mass Effect Two? Oh, nice!
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I would probably pick Skies of Arcadia, but I really like all four of these games, so it's it's this is a tough choice for me.
0: My one would be Mass Effect Two, and my two would be Tactics.
1: See, my what? my number one would be Arcadia, and number two would probably be Tactics. Hmm.
3: Oh, well, okay.
1: Um, let me slow down a little bit. Am I we the only person that do... put? Ar- Am I the only person with Arcadia
0: in the top two? It's not even in my top
2: three. <laughs> it's it's, it's it, it, it would be third on my list by virtue of it being a game I'm interested in.
1: Okay, and Marcos, is it not? Is Arcadia in your top two or bottom two? Oh
2: you know, man, I said no.
4: Okay, so
1: yeah, all right. I'll I'll officially retire Arcadia with with sad eyes. Sorry, Alana, I I tried, but yeah, looks like skies of Arcadia is gone.
0: Rats. So I have a crazy idea. Why don't we do tactics of Mass Effect Two and drop Kingdom Hearts?
2: I am in favor of this. Let's not do that.
0: What about you, Marcos? What do you think?
2: I'm gonna say let's not
4: do
0: that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, I have no I, problem dropping Persona Three because we do have Persona Four on there. Um, I
2: yeah, I'm not gonna fight that. And I like
0: the hard thing is I think Tactics and Mass Effect Two are so drastically different games.
1: They're completely different games. Well,
2: one's here's the, the th- thing: one's
1: an we action-based already, Western RPG, and one is a tactics-based
0: Japanese RPG.
2: we already they're, have a Final Fantasy on the list. That's the thing. That's like, the
0: stupidest reason in the world. It's I want Mass okay, Effect to be on the list, know, but I, I hate that—that's the reason that it could be on there.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's the only reason it should be on there, but
1: you know, am, am I the only person that really wants Castlevania Symphony of the Night on the list?
2: No, I like it being. there. I'm cool okay.
0: with that being dropped for those two. All right. <laughs> I, because I, uh, I
1: would pick Final Fantasy Tactics ahead of Mass Effect Two, but I really like Mass Effect Two. The, like the, Josh, I'm, I'm not betraying you here. The only reason I would have it second to Final Fantasy Tactics is because, like, FF Tactics is a top 10 game for me and Mass Effect 2 is maybe just a top 15 game for me. Well, I, both of
0: them are wonderful games to me. I, I have yeah, no problem. So it's it, it's, it's yeah, splitting hairs hard. for me.
1: You know what? I want to keep Castlevania up there. And, and I would vote FF Tactics ahead of Mass Effect 2.
3: Yeah.
0: Alright, who's... Marcos, Tactics or Mass Effect 2? Mass Effect 2. Damn, P- Peter!
2: Tactics. <laughs> all right, all right. I will equate... For the sake of a tiebreaker, I would acquiesce, but
0: to I will Kingdom switch Arts, my. Is that what you're acquiescing no, to? No,
2: I am not <laughs> going to ever acquiesce that because Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game. What about
0: Xenoblade Chronicles?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Okay, I. Nine nine nine. Because we because it's
1: late and some of us have work in the morning, and because I, I really like Mass Effect Two. And and don't feel, I'm I'm not super uh, gung ho about FF tactics ahead of Mass Effect Two. I'll 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 vote for Mass Effect Two.
2: I'll switch my vote.
0: Awesome. So we have a top ten list in a semi-specific order. Finally, <laughs> one being Chrono Trigger, two being Persona Four, three being Diablo Three, four being Diablo a, Six. S- <laughs> y- you just. Diablo
3: six.
2: Or Josh, yes. Josh, oh, Diablo
3: Josh, six. Yeah, oh, Josh late. just
1: put this in his in his own order because.
0: Whatever. All right. So, I, in in no specific order, in all honesty, uh, Chrono Trigger, Persona four. I'm gonna move three.
1: it. I'm gonna switch it to alphabetical order.
0: Diablo three. Don't. I'm reading. Please don't do that. Final <laughs> Fantasy six. Mass Effect two. Castlevania: Symphony of the Night. Steamboat Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles. Nine hours. Nine persons. Nine doors. And last but not least, Kingdom Hearts. So that has been the official deliberation of esteemed members of Retro Encounter as they develop all, the Essential Ten list.
2: We're all still friends, right?
0: I yes. If Zelda <laughs> made the list, then no. <laughs>
2: okay, I'll, I'll live with that. You you hate her. But you, da- David, hate her. The, um, only game
1: sh- on, the only game on that list I feel bad about is Kingdom Hearts. But I, I I will I will just have to live on Kingdom Hearts Hater Island.
0: I really hope, and I think that <laughs> everybody on this podcast really hopes that all of you listeners enjoyed this. The nonsense and arguing, I think it was a fun ride. Um, we would love to both hear on the boards what you thought of this process, um, but also we would love to hear games that we should have put on there that you think were worth worthwhile. Or call us out for being crazy because we had some off-the-wall, insane idea about games. Um, In the meantime, we have Valkyria Chronicles going on right now. Uh, Yep, those
1: episodes... I think the next episode that we're going to... We have a couple episodes recorded already, but the next one that we're going to air is the Dreamcast Encounter episode where we talk about great Dreamcast RPGs, and then we're going to do two Valkyria Chronicles episodes in a row.
0: And then we have Dangarampa in september and then right. we're currently in the process of deciding what we're going to play in october um but as always we have really ex- exciting stuff moving along for the rest of 2016 and we're already in plans for 2017 so everything's just gonna keep getting better as we go on um but yeah thank you for listening <laughs> uh, we really really hope you enjoy it um please get out there rate review write emails in, write on the boards yeah. thank you for listening
1: Bye, everybody. Don't play Kingdom Hearts.
2: Play all the Kingdom Hearts.
3: Feels like I've known you for so long But there's always something wrong I can never understand What this feeling was Searching for its meaning I went through This time, washed up on the shore.